Hey, Top News listeners, this is Luke Garrett. And Megan Cloherty. We're the hosts of WTOP's daily local news podcast, The DMV Download. Don't worry, top news from WTOP isn't going away, but we wanted to drop in and give you a taste of what we're producing, a podcast that goes deeper into the biggest stories of the day. If you like what you hear, head over to the DMV Download podcast and subscribe. It's Wednesday, September 28th. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download, brought to you by the men and women of Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org. Lizzo fans witnessed history last night when the Grammy Award-winning singer played a 200-year-old crystal flute that was, wait for it, owned by President James Madison. The Library of Congress presented the flute to Lizzo on stage. We talked to the flute curator at the Library of Congress about collaborating with superstar Lizzo. We have great musicians come through the library and play on our musical instruments. But it was a little more special to hear Lizzo playing in the Great Hall and in the reading room where we're normally supposed to be kind of quiet. Thanks for joining us. I'm Luke Garrett. Megan Cloherty is on assignment today. Oh yes, that is the beautiful sound of Lizzo playing a two-centuries-old flute within the walls of the Library of Congress. Just days before playing this flute at her DC concert last night, she played a few renditions in front of researchers and curators for a private show. We turn now to Carol Lynn Ward Bamford, head curator of musical instruments at the Library of Congress. Carolyn, you were actually there when Lizzo visited and you gave her a tour you know, of this flute collection, but let's back up and just tell us how we got to this moment. How did the Library of Congress and Lizzo kind of come together here? Oh, it was a tweet. Um, the Librarian of Congress <laughs> That's it. sent out a tweet of invite to um, Lizzo, and she shot right back with another wonderful tweet. And um, I guess I should say Lizzo tweeted back. Is that what you do? I, <laughs> I don't oh, tweet. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you Lizzo got tweeted back. I'm coming, Carla. I'm playing my crystal flute. <laughs> Right. And and so then she actually did come to the Library of Congress and, you know, you were able to give her a tour. Tell us about that moment and, you know, the interaction between, you know, Library of Congress staff, researchers and, you know, Lizzo herself. Oh, it was wonderful. She came with her mom and members of her group, her band, and we put out some flute music from our collections and I showed her a bunch of the flutes and it was just a wonderful afternoon of flute fanatic exploration. <laughs> and, you know, I think, you know, for all of us kind of on the outside, we saw those videos and heard the beautiful sound of Lizzo playing these flutes. And I mean, it was just magnificent personally yeah. hearing them. Can you tell us what that moment was like, you know, being within the walls of the Library of Congress and hearing Lizzo play these historic instruments? We have great musicians come through the library and play on our musical instruments here. We have concerts that are free and open to the public just to, to hear that. But it was a little more special to hear Lizzo playing in the Great Hall and in the reading room where we're normally supposed to be kind of quiet. That mm. was pretty thrilling, breaking the rule a little bit there. Mm. And moving, you know, from Lizzo, who's a superstar, obviously, you know, to these flutes, which are, you know, historic in and of themselves. So can you tell yes. us about that specific flute that, you know, has garnered all this attention? We know, you know, James Madison owned it, but there must be more to the story. Yeah, he did. Um, the flute maker sent it to him for the occasion of his second term in 1813. 
Dolly Madison saved it from the burning of Washington the next mm. year or so. Um, and it passed down to her son and then to the flute collector. And in 1941, it came to the library along with nearly 2,000 other flutes from his collection. Mm. And he also, um, you know, gave us books and music, anything and everything related to the flute that he could collect up until 1941 when, when it came here. And his goal was for it to be open and accessible to the public as well. And so we have flute students and flute makers and flute historians and, and all types of people come and visit the collection. And then Lizzo. Right. <laughs> and and um, she found that flute very interesting because it was history. It was about history. It was President Madison's. It was Saved by Dolly. Um, it is beautiful. It sounds sounds so lovely when she played it. And she's a remarkable flute player. Um, she's been playing for many years, ever since she was in, in high school. Um, and she told me a little secret. She wanted to be a librarian as well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Wow. I mean, I guess I'm not that surprised, but that's such a cool, fun fact. I mean, being in the Library of Congress is kind of, you know, the center of it all. So that must have been an extra kind of special moment. Uh, yeah, it was like Lizzo at the library tour. <laughs> and we've seen today, you know, the media attention, obviously, this interview itself and the social media kind of explosion, you know, over history, why the Library of Congress, you know, really collects and curates and holds these things in vaults. But can you answer that question kind of specifically? Why does the Library of Congress hold on to these things? It's a great question. Um, it's all about memory, right? Human's memory and mm. what we've done and how we can preserve it and learn from it. And, um, you know, she we showed her manuscripts of uh, from Gershwin to Beethoven, and she was amazed. Like she said, this is the next level. So that must be like tweeting because next level, she kept saying next level for Beethoven. And I said to her, I said, you know, um, people are going to come and want to see your things too, or, or somewhere, you know, to some library or some archive yeah. and uh, preserve those, preserve what, what you've made happen. And so others can learn from it too. So that's what we do here. Mm. And I know Lizzo tweeted like, or she said at the concert, you know, last night, history is cool, you know, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and I think it, was like, you know? it is a surprise, you know, to some people because it literally is. You can learn things from it. So for those listening, tuning in, you know, for this kind of Lizzo content, what's the you know pitch to them to kind of keep interested and keep going to the Library of Congress? What can they get from the Library of Congress, you know, moving on, looking towards the future? Yeah, I mean, it's it's bigger than the music division here. We have quite a few divisions, um, specialties, you know, folk life division, geography and maps, manuscripts, prints and photographs. And once you start exploring one, you find all these connections in others. And especially with things now online and after during COVID, you know, more accessible. I think, you know, once people start exploring that, uh, hopefully they'll feel more comfortable coming in um, or even more comfortable, I should say, and coming to a concert, coming to see an exhibit that we have and knowing it's their library too. Mm. And I have to ask, were you able to go to Lizzo's concert last night? Oh yeah, I, I had to bring the flute over to her. You had to go on stage. I, I had to go on stage. Oh my gosh, these... bearing the lead. <laughs> Tell us about that. Tell us what was it like going on stage in front of all those thousands of fans? 
It, yeah, it was amazing. She's got so many fans and they were cheering on the flute and they were cheering on her and they were cheering on the moment. Mm. And she made it happen. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, you know, making the time to kind of share this story with us. Um, and, you know, we look forward to connecting in the future as historical items come back up. Oh, that sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. And after the break, this week's segment of DMV Dates. And I don't think Megan's going to like my idea, but we'll see. <laughs> Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602, changing lives. Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like the show, give us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you guys, and your reviews really do help other listeners find this, our area's only in-depth daily local news podcast. And thank you for making us a part of your day. And before we go, we've got the DMV date segment for this week. And I'm going to start us off. And uh, I think... You think I'm going to hate it? I think you're going to hate it, but I love it. <laughs> I know the more and more we do this, I'm like, wow, I think these are just dates I want to go on. So, <laughs> well, that's, you know. that's, that's the best you can do, really. All right. So my date starts off in Chantilly, Virginia. Hmm. It's about noon. Okay. Okay. Maybe 11 a.m. Let's just say 11 a.m. And you go to the National Air and Space Museum campus. It's called the Stephen F. Udvar Hazy Center. And yep. it has some fantastic. No, it's very cool. It's very cool. The hangar's way bigger than the one downtown, which is opening soon, by the way. Um, but it has the Space Shell Discovery, the B-29 bomber, Enola Gay, which like literally dropped the nuke. Now, obviously, that's kind of like tough history, but like you get to yeah. see the plane that did it. So yeah. it's a really fantastic museum. You can like nerd out, you know, walk mm-hmm. around there for a few mm-hmm. hours and you can have a cheap lunch there around Ooh. 1 p.m., 2 p.m. at Shake Shack, which just has great fries and, you know, they've got shroom. Solid option. They've got shroom burgers. Their shroom burgers are really good. Oh, are they? I've never had them. And, okay. like, you know, their beef burgers are fantastic. So, you know, drink in the history of aviation, <laughs> you know, as as planes are landing in Dulles overhead. Okay. Um, but, you know, after you go to a museum, you're kind of restless. You know, mm. you're like, man, I've been reading a lot of plaques. I maybe watched, you know, uh, a historical documentary that really wasn't that interesting. Okay. You know, you're like, let's let's do something. So, thankfully, just a few miles away is this place called Pickleballers. That's pickleball with a Z at the end of it. And it is a place, a warehouse basically, where you can reserve pickleball courts for like 10 bucks, 20 bucks an hour. Wait, why are you thinking I'm going to hate this date? I like that idea. You like it? Okay, cool. So then you're like, all right, like date, let's like go play a game yeah, let's yeah. have like some fun yeah so you go to this place it's um if you're a member it's like cheaper but i'm assuming none of us are members it's 24 dollars uh per person per hour Ooh. and that includes you know you can uh check out paddles and stuff so you don't have to bring any like bags with you right and um you also can get taught the game when you're there so if you don't know ah. how to play um and then pickleball is just a great sport so like if you guys both learn it there you guys can keep playing and then it's That's kind of a like a fun idea. like cute like hey we can play pickleball together um, it's also a great double date game. So mm-hmm. if you know this date is successful and you guys, you know, have a good relationship, then you can double use that as a double date activity. I like that idea. Boom. Okay, yeah, kind of simple, you know. Okay. Fall right. date idea. Mine is actually time specific this week. 
Um, it is, first of all, we're starting around the same time. Okay. 11, 12 o'clock. Um, meet me at the National Gallery of Art. Yes. Wow, we're doing Smithsonian I know. style here. <laughs> I am a huge fan of John Singer Sargent. I think he's an amazing painter, and obviously, you know, it's not just me that thinks that. Facts. But, <laughs> but um, the the National Gallery has his uh, this exhibit called Sargent in Spain, and it's all of his uh, 120 different pieces from his time in Spain. And, I mean, from the very, you know, very limited clips I've seen. It's mm. gorgeous. Yeah. So you walk around that, and I just think, I mean, the building is so beautiful, the little atrium area, you can get a coffee or something and mm. just like chat. It's just, I, I feel like you can wander there for hours, right? Totally. Just, yeah, like the walls and the ceiling, the Everything. internal architecture just it's gorgeous. spark yeah. conversation. Yeah, and actually I think it might be raining this weekend, so it mm. might be a good date for an inside date. Totally. But if the rain breaks up, um, I w- there are two events going on in D.C. this weekend. One's the Wharf is having an Oktoberfest. Oh, nice. Which sounds like it's going to be really fun but a little crazy, like very crowded. Why not? Um, but Porch Fest in Adams Morgan sounds like my jam. What what is Porch Fest? Porch Fest. Fest. Okay. So it's 70 local Sorry, my can you tell I have allergies? My voice is crazy. <laughs> it's 70 local bands and uh, on 17 different porches and stoops like all over Adams Morgan, they're going to be performing. Get out. For like 45 minute sets. I'm there. I mean, that sounds so cool. And so wow. you wander Adams Morgan and apparently you can get like a free um wristband. That if you have the wristband on, um, you can get like discounts at different businesses. Oh my god! So you can go there for Gosh. lunch and then just like wander around, and so that's from two to six on Saturday. Wow, I'm just gonna take myself there. And then you just you know metro. You can metro to both those places, so wow. you can kind of enjoy yourself and take your time. Dang. Well, uh, those I think we killed it today. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, those sound great. You're welcome. <laughs> um, no, I think it, I mean it's it's every once in a while. I mean you you kind of forget in this area. The free museums, the free stuff. And I Mm. think in in the fall, there's so much to do. Totally. And there's so much to pick from. You kind of have to be like, almost like surgical about how you spend your fall. Right. (laughs) Right. You don't want to get decision fatigue. You know, you just got to like decide. Yeah. Wow. Well, that'll do it for us today on the DMV Download. As always, we're sponsored by Steamfitters Local 602. And our managing editor is Craig Schwab. Our music is by Real World. You can rate and review our show if you get the chance. And check us out on social media. We're posting every day. Become a VIP listener at dmvdownload.com. And if you dig this show and you dig our date ideas, (laughs) tell your family and friends about it. You know, we love telling more stories to more people. The DMV Download is a product of WTOP News. You can listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. area, 107.7 FM in Virginia, and 103.9 FM in Frederick. Online at WTOP.com and on the WTOP News app. Have a good night, guys.